Are you sick of major sports networks bashing athletes to help their bottom line? Do you want reliable information on sporting events and controversies? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Pound Perspective, presented by Nate Dog Sports, a podcast based around discussions and debates about recent football, basketball, baseball, and MMA events. Now, here's your host, Nate Dog. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pound Perspective. It's your boy Nate Dog here with the co-host Ethan Red Evans. How oh you yeah, doing, what's man? up, everybody? What's up? I'm good, man. Yes, sir. We got a good episode ahead of us, y'all. Got some NFL recapping to do and some Southern Miss Eagles talk. Oh, yeah. It's the first time we've done that in a, a little bit, I think. And then obviously we will be predicting our favorite NFL games at the end of this episode. Also, if you'll need to get in contact with us or uh, follow us on social media, go through the Instagram and Twitter account on Instagram. It is at Nate Dog Sports, two G's in the dog. And on Twitter, it is ND double underscore sports. So go follow those if y'all want some more sports content. We got some stuff on the way. But let's get into this, Red. We got some good stuff to talk about. Awesome week of football that we got uh, last week. Some crazy finishes, yes, for especially for my Houdet Saints. <laughs> uh, the double doink. Uh, the infamous Ooh. double doink. It always comes to haunt you. That hurt, man. It's, it's that just hurt. I'm not even a Saints ones. fan, and that hurt. It's hard to see one of those, you know, even even like you like you said, for a team that you don't even root for, or you have a, a special love for. It's but. like 10 in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> it's like 10 in the morning, and I've already – well, at least the disappointment was done early yeah. with the day, got the rest of the day, you know. So I was – didn't have to worry about too much more after that. But uh, but let's get right into this, man. we got some awesome NFL recapping to do, some big games that happened over the weekend. And a big game that we uh, we noticed, and a team that's improving as the season goes along, is the Bengals. You know, when everyone coming into this season, you know, we thought, you know, could they repeat, go back to the Super Bowl, or are they still that team from last year? And then they struggled early on. Uh, offensive line wise and like you said we we talked about it before with you know what was that what was their reasons for being so bad Mm -hmm. so I want to just throw this one right to you are the Bengals back to being the Super Bowl Bengals I'm not quite ready to say it yet but I'm really impressed over these past two weeks Mm -hmm. um first two games Mm -hmm. Joe Burrow was sacked 13 times that's so bad bro last two games only three times there we go and um I'm not going to go into the the whole talk, obviously, mm-hmm. but Mina Combs pointed out on NFL Live today, every game they're under the center uh, percentage of plays goes up, and I think that's actually helping their offensive line a lot. Yep. Um, the offenses look good, honestly. Like, besides the protection, the offenses look really solid so mm-hmm. far. Burrow had a bad week one. Since then, he's been good. Mm-hmm. Defense is okay, but, like – I'm not quite ready to say they're back to that level, but mm-hmm. I think that division is so weak right now. Mm-hmm. Steelers are not good Mm-mm. that I could easily see them finishing around the same they did last year regular season. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of leaning on that too. I just don't want to overreact. This is an yeah. easy team to overreact on. You know, after after their magical season last year, you kind of have some expectations with a young quarterback like Joe. And you put so much money in that offensive line of the off season, and then they start the season like you said, thirteen sacks in two the uh, first two games. That's just terrible. That's horrible. Um, it's so bad. It's so bad. But you know, 
obviously they're starting to figure things out. Like Mina Combs put out there, you know, maybe going under under uh, under QB or under center uh, will help him out a little bit. And then that, that opens up Joe Mixon. Like we were talking yeah. about it, you know, the play action, the you know, opening up Joe Mixon's ability to you know have more di- more diverse running ability, you know, inside the tackles and outside. Um, I don't want to overreact on the Bengals. I think they're a good team. I think they're improving every week. Um, but I'm not sold completely on the defense yet, and I'm not sold on that offensive line all the way. Everyone knows that they have 1A and 1B with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Oh, yeah. I mean, both of those guys are ones. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd is a is a baller, and uh, and I really, I think, and um, I have him on my team. They're, they're tied in to Hayden Hurst. Oh, He's yeah. He's starting to get a bigger role with that the team. That was a good pickup. Such man. a good pickup. They needed a reliable tight end. I love, I love CJ over there, but I think Hayden Hurst might be a little bit better. I think he's only making like three million. Yeah, he's not year. making nothing really because he hasn't really done much since he's been in the league. But if when he was in college. St- if he can stay healthy, that's a really good sign. It's a good sign for him. I got, a, I got some tight end stash on my fantasy team, so oh, yeah. kind of watching him and David and Joku. Got Gerald Everett starting over him. But, yeah, uh, to kind of wrap this one up, yeah, I think the Bengals are – they're a good team and they're improving, but we don't want to overreact. You know, yeah. it's hard to pick, especially in the AFC. Even though mm-hmm. that division's wide open, that AFC is tough. And with the Ravens in their division, the Bills, um, the Chiefs, obviously, and you know the Chargers are still there, and, and there's some other teams that are kind of sneak Miami sneaking around. You know, yeah. so you don't really know. So I don't want to overreact. It's such a tough conference in the AFC. So hopefully the Bengals can. Uh, you know, get back to that so we can get some some Joey B, some Joey Burr highlights again. Oh, yeah. You know, you know I love the old Joey B over there. But we got to get into my Saints, man. I didn't want to start off with a disappointment early on in this in this episode. But we got to get to them. I got to get your opinion on this team because if we had an opinion early on before we the season started about this team, where they could be, and now we're four games in and we are seeing – Possibly the worst possible start this team could ever have. So I'm going to send this one to you. Thoughts on that Saints-Vikings game? Man, overall the Saints played a lot better than I thought in the game. Yeah. I think I predicted the Vikings winning 28-14. Yeah, I think you did. Um, Andy looked pretty solid, man, uh-huh. Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say you automatically roll with him. Mm-mm. In my opinion, you still go with Jameis, but you, you let Jameis know, man, like, you're on a short leash, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a very short leash. But they got to get AK more involved. The defense honestly played better last game than yes. they have in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Even though Marshall got cooked by Justin Je- Jefferson. Yeah, that. Was, but it's Justin Jefferson. It's like so. he does that to everyone. That's the thing is like Minnesota's offense looked good, but I think Minnesota has a pretty good offense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that – I just think right now the Vikings are the better team, and yeah. like you said, it should ha- it just hasn't been the best start for the Saints. Mm-mm. But I do think Andy Andy looked good. That was a good little surprise. Yeah, it definitely was a surprise for me uh, seeing Andy Dalton go out there and do what he what he did on that field. Oh yeah, because he he was not good in Dallas. No, no. And <laughs> with the thing with Andy and the team on the team, it wasn't a perfect start in the game when we started the game off. You know, at eight or whatever, it started eight thirty a.m. But as the game progressed. It's like he got into a rhythm. And we, we have not felt that with Jameis all season. I think Andy just understands, like, situations way yes, better. Yes, he he's got the IQ, man. He might not have the crazy arm talent of all the quarterbacks, but he just knows that, okay, I don't need to 
you know, I don't need to throw this ball into triple coverage because I think like I can go get it. You know, yeah. I'll take the sack and and you know punt it. And we'll, we'll play some defense. Yeah, like we're past the forty yard line. Just throw it away. Kick the field goal. Kick the field. Don't exactly. try to throw it up. Or no, exactly. And that's the difference between him and him and Jameis. Maybe you don't get as many shot plays with Andy, but you know this. The Saints' offense has never been built on shot plays. It's always mm-hmm. been being surgical. Moving the ball down the field with a run game on top of the pass game, you know the, the 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 ability for the receivers to get open, and you know watching Andy out there, man, it it, it made the it made the Saints season even harder for me because, you know, and then, and then a the Saints for trading those picks for Alave, dude, he it's worked he's out, good, it's worked out, and I'm, I was nervous when we made the trade, but uh, I wasn't nervous. I wanted Olave. We all wanted a receiver. Saints Nation all wanted a receiver in the draft. So I didn't hate the trade, but, you know, when you lose those picks and then now you're not playing good, because right now the Eagles have the seventh pick in the draft with with our pick. So it's like, oh, we really need to start winning to make this uh, kind of of worth it because it's like this next draft is really stacked. And uh, I want to act like we shouldn't have drafted Olave because Olave will be a receiver for the Saints for a long time. He's a pro ball talent. He might even make the pro ball this year. If he keeps doing what he's doing, um, leading the team in receiving yards and, and receptions, I think. Um, but for my thoughts on the game, it's nice to see the Saints improving. It's nice to see that Dennis Allen's getting a team ready every sing- more ready every single week. But it's these turnovers, man. We're killing ourselves and, yeah. and with the penalties and turnovers. And I always will lead that back to coaching, mm-hmm. you know. The players make mistakes, but it's like you got to have undisciplined football. There was there was some a lot of BS. Flags in that game. I don't want to blame anything on the refs, but that hands to the face at the on at the end of the game was a terrible call. Oh, that was terrible. And they, I'll give you the pi. Like the pi was close. He grabbed his face mask, but it grabbed. I think it was Marshawn's face mask. That was a bang bang play. If yeah. You want to give him the pi? Cool. Um, which I still think they should change it to a 15 yard penalty instead of a spot foul. Like in college, it's a 15 uh, yard flag for pi, but. I I digress. Uh, overall, yeah. for the game, I, I just it's nice to see the Saints improving. You know, the game we didn't have AK, and it, we saw some really good runs from Latavius Murray and Mark Ingram, which is a, is a an amazing sign because this team has not been able to run the football all season. So seeing us kind of open up the playbook, Pete Carmichael starting to get a little bit of a groove, even though I still don't like his play calling so far this season. It's like he's like. A more conservative Sean Payton, but like as conservative as Sean Payton was when Drew Brees couldn't throw a ball past thirty yards. It's yeah. it's just like it's like sometimes you just gotta rope a ball down the field just to get those safeties kind of kind of worried, get the corners you know worried about what's gonna happen. But it's hard you know when you don't know who your quarterback is. But overall, it's fun to see the Saints improving. You know, getting better every week, and now we got a, sh- a hard test. Uh, I didn't think I was gonna have to say this, but a tough test against the dang Seah- the Seattle Seahawks this weekend. Uh, I'm not yeah. too confident about that game. Hell, beginning of the year I would have been like easy dub, but now yeah. it's like, mm, Gino might cook that defense, man. Old Gino, baby. <laughs> you know, it's you know, I love some Gino Smith, but hopefully my Houdat Nation can uh, start figuring this thing out as the season progresses. But I, I do want to say the Vikings are a good team. Yeah, and uh, I I don't want us to lose. I don't want them to lose any hype. Uh, after they kind of destroyed the Packers and then kind of laid an egg against the Eagles, you know that team's still good. And they're and there's just they're they're another team that's just trying to find their foot with a new uh, new head coach, I think. So, 
Um, I'm excited to see what the Vikings can do the, for the rest of the season. But let's move on to Red's favorite team. It's rush hour, baby. Rush, it's hour. rush hour. It is rush hour, baby. Can you believe that he is undefeated in his NFL career as a starter? Dude. That is awesome. So what, what what's your thoughts on Cooper Rush and that Dallas win, man? First of all, man, I couldn't believe that he won his first start last year against yeah. Minnesota. <laughs> um, Let me just start off by saying this. Anyone who thinks there's a quarterback controversy is just wrong. I'm yeah. sorry. You don't pay a guy like Dak that much money nope. for three, four games to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a controversy at all. But Cooper Rush has looked just like – Literally as good as you can ask for yeah. for a backup court. Better than you could ask for yeah. for a backup. Like, I don't think he's a starter. He's playing borderline starter level right mm-hmm. now. But, it, man, he's earned himself a bag at the end of the year. Yep. I'll give him that. But, mm-hmm. man, the defense is the big yes. thing. Yes. Trayvon Diggs, people aren't talking about how good he's playing. He's playing year. better this year than he was last Dude, year, man. Did you – the end of the Bengals game. Okay, did you see that tackle he made? When they were dropping, mm, I don't think they I were on, I think, like the – they were backed up. Mm-hmm. And it was like a minute 20 left, mm-hmm. third down, third and three. They throw a little, like, scat play out to the running back. Mm-hmm. And he just tackles them behind the line. That was mm. the first time I think I've seen him make an aggressive tackle. Like a physical play, yeah. Since then, dude, he's just been – I don't remember how many deflect. I think he had six deflections against Washington. That's what I'm saying. It's he like, shut down Terry. It's McCart. like he was. He's he's still that playmaker, but it's like he's starting to become a true corner all around. He can play the run. He can tackle. He can break up passes. Yeah. Doesn't have to intercept everything. And I mean, is he a top five corner? I don't think so. But he's getting there though. Yeah, he still lets up a lot of yards, but he's getting better. But. The defense in general, man, Micah Parsons, nah. Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. I didn't think the defense would be this good. Donovan Wilson. Mm. The whole team is just playing pretty solid right now. I love the game plan with mm-hmm. Cooper Rush. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, dude, Washington, I don't have much to say on them. They're just terrible. Terrible. They're just freaking awful. Ron Rivera, I'd put money on him being the first coach fired. Yeah, he, first him or Matt or Rule. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that's really all I got to say about the game, man. I'm just – you know, it's rush hour. Man. Rush hour, man. Y'all are three and one. What an awesome way to start the season in a, in a most unprecedented way. I mean, that goes down. You think your season could be over to an extent, or at least the beginning of the season's over. And then Cooper Rush does the impossible. Well, not the impossible. We should expect that from the good, I guess. <laughs> but it, it's it must be nice that your backup is uh, winning you games instead of like the Saints starter not winning us games uh, over over in New Orleans. But now overall. Uh, I don't want to act like I knew that this Dallas defense was going to be good this year, but um, I was high on them. I didn't think they would be what they are this season so far. I mean, they are playing their their asses off throughout this season so far. And can they keep that up? That's the real question. Can Trayvon keep getting better throughout the season? Can Micah keep improving, even though he's already a dog? Um, oh, it's just one of those. It's. Dallas is one of those teams I just it's a week to week basis for me mm-hmm. um, until Dak comes back, you know. Um, but yeah. it, it just feels like they're starting to get a groove though. Even though that you know maybe it might be a little bit of a weird switch between Dak to Cooper again, but just them just getting that 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 understanding of winning these kind of games, you know, they're winning in the 
weirdest, not the weirdest of ways. They're winning in the grittiest of ways. They're relying on the defense, and they have a a, a, a manager at quarterback that's mm-hmm. just doing and the his run job. game is looking great. Yes, so far. Zeke's looking looking better every game. Tony Pollard is ex- that as that rookie Tyler Smith at left tackle. tackle he's, he's played way better. He has played thought. his Jason Peters. P- has he, been that was about to guard. I was just about to bring him up, man. I can't. How does it feel that you uh, have a, a former Philadelphia Eagle playing playing his butt off for y'all? A forty year old former. <laughs> Bro, I didn't think they'd put him at guard. Yeah, like, they just threw him. I there. figured he'd get hurt, man. He looks freaking huge out there. <laughs> He's always been a bass. But guy. hey, if he keeps it up, I'm all for it. Hey, exactly. If it works, don't don't man, don't if it's not broke, don't fix it. You exactly. Know? You know, that's how I'm kind of feeling about Dallas. Dallas is a fun team to watch this season. And uh, hopefully Dak can come back, even though I'm enjoying old uh, yeah. old rush hour. The good thing about Cooper Rush is you don't have to rush Dak back at all. No. Like, you know, if if he it's borderline ready mm-hmm. for this week. Just sit him. Sit him. Sit. Why not? Yep. You know what I mean. Exactly, and that's what they're doing this week. So, um, we'll see how they like the uh, old Dak's progression goes because uh, they're pretty optimistic about getting him back sooner rather than later. So, yeah, I I highly doubt he plays this week. But I, yeah, he ain't playing this week. I wouldn't be surprised if he played next week. I would mm-hmm. personally sit him next week. I think so too. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You lose to the Rams and then you lose next week, and you're three and three in a division that's. You know, even though the Eagles are pretty hot right now, I mean, I think you get your best player. The Eagles are going to lose some games. That's just yeah, it's just reality. They're not going to go seventeen. They're not. It's just not going to happen. So you know, it's it's a situation. It's when you're three and one like this, you can you can buy it some time, uh, bringing back Dak, especially with Cooper Rush playing as good as he, he's been playing so far. But uh, yeah. Hope your Dallas Cowboys can keep going and uh, keep winning. Oh, and, uh, me too. I used to be a hater of Dallas, but uh, I've got some love for him now. You know, <laughs> ever since Dak Dak got drafted there, I've kind of kind of have a soft spot for him now. But let's move this one on to another NFC, uh, well, division. You know, yeah. a tight division. This this division has always been very entertaining through the past couple of years, and it might be the most entertaining year for them this year, uh, as they all the four teams in the NFC West division are tied two and two. So I'm going to ask you right here, which is your favorite team right now? Right now, I'm going to go with the Niners. Yeah. But I'm not really too confident in any of these teams nope. right now, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, You know, Jimmy G, he'll limit what you can do offensively, but mm. at least they've won before with him. Mm. And I think he'll get a little bit better as the season goes along. Um, The Rams, man. I don't know what to think about them. They're a very confusing team. Stafford turns the ball over a lot, but also, besides Cooper Cup, has nobody to throw it to. Like, mm-hmm. Allen Robinson hasn't done a thing. They're, Cooper Cup, I hope he doesn't, but he might get hurt, man. Like, they're, he's the literally their offense. crazy, man. He had 14 catches last week. <laughs> Jeez. Like, you just, you can't rely on that. Nah, that's a lot. <laughs> and then, um, the, uh, yeah, they might break Mike Thomas's record at this rate. Yeah, and then the Cardinals, man, yeah. are just they got Cliff Kingsbury. So I'm not, I'm not high on them. I've I've yeah, I'm not big on Kyler. I like Kyler, but not not really. Mm-mm. Not huge on Cliff Kingsbury. Their defense is bad. Maybe if D Hop comes back, they might, you know, mm-hmm. get they'll get better, but they might end up winning that division if he comes back. Mm-hmm. Seahawks are the biggest surprise of that division. Definitely. And shout out Gino. You know. Gino's balling. Mm-hmm. But I'm really write, not. He didn't write back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not confident in them to make the playoffs or nothing. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm not huge on this division in general, but 
right now, if I had to pick a favorite, I would go with the 49ers just because mm-hmm. um, I just think they have the most solid defense yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. I really like Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. So, you know, it's not looking good, Mm-mm. but I'll I'll roll with them for right no, now. No, I, I literally completely agree with you the same for the same reason. I think it, it, it comes down to which defense is the best, and they have the best defense in that division. Uh, they're They're healthy, you know. Without Trey Lance, I mean, it's better for them uh, offensively because you know, Trey Lance, he has abilities that Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo can't do, but Jimmy can do things that Trey Lance doesn't know how to do yet. Yeah, just that calm, that calmness in the press in the in the pocket, you know, just being ready for every game, you know, and and just he. he He's one of those guys, it's just like we've always talked crap about Jimmy and how he's just such a mid-quarterback. But, yeah. I mean, this guy has played in the biggest games, man. He's been he, there. He's only got to be mid. It's the it's, that's the thing. It's all, With this system, with the Kyle, Han, Sean, Kyle Shanahan words, Kyle Shanahan system, it, it, that's, he's just got to he's got to be the best game manager in the game. And, you know, he can do that. And and with their running game, hopefully can start exploding a little bit more with when uh, Elijah Mitchell comes back whenever he's going to be back. Still s- sitting on the on my reserves on my fantasy team. I'm praying that he comes back oh, this yeah. season. Uh, but yeah, I, I I completely agree with you on the on that take. I'm not high on this division. Uh, we've we've said our things about Arizona, um, Seahawks. I got to see it to believe it. You know, if they beat us this weekend, then uh, I might start believing a little bit more. Yeah, um, and if Gino balls again, then yeah, it might, it might, it might be legit. It might be legit over there. What is their record? Are they two and two? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. That is a that's an interesting team. Uh, that uh, three and two is a pretty it's a, it's a pretty nice little record. That's five games of the season. So, um, we'll see. I'm then I don't want to overspeak, but yeah, the Rams. Not 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 high on them at all. I, I like Matt Stafford. I've always liked Matt Stafford, but man, that dude is a turnover machine. They don't have an offensive line. They don't. That, it's weird to say, but they don't don't feel like they even have an identity offensively. Yeah, a Sean McVay team that doesn't know what they want to do. That's weird. Um, that's that's a problem over there. Bobby Wagner's balling for him. He got he tackled that fan that came on the field too. Oh, he's he's suing. Did you see yeah. that? <laughs> a trespasser, uh, yeah. with it in in what whatever he had in his hand, uh, like a, a freaking flare or something. Yeah, he's gonna sue. It's like yeah, he's just cl- that's clout chasing right there, baby. But yeah, I'm sh- sure you're gonna win. Bro. Yeah, sure you're gonna win, bro. Clout chasing. He's just trying to keep that <laughs> name out there. Uh, but overall for that division, I got the 49ers as my favorite right now. But not not a confident pick. Yeah, not a confident pick. As uh, all those teams are pretty close. It's more of like if you're holding a gun up to my head. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, I gotta pick a team. Okay, yeah, Forty uh, Nineers. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But uh, let's move on to the best pos. Well, record wise, the best team in the NFC, your division rival. And I know it pains you for me to say that in front of your face. Uh, so I- I'm gonna start this one off real quick. <laughs> the are the Eagles the best team in the NFC? Man. I mean, it's kind of hard to say that they're not with what they've done this season. I'm not fully sold yet. Not fully sold on them being the best team in the NFC. Are they a great team? Yes. Are they probably the best team in the division right now? Yes. Can Mm -hmm. they win the NFC? Yes. But there are some teams, like the Packers, that are starting to figure out that offense over there with with other weapons that – you know, they're starting to show up in the receiving core. They've got some guys that they've drafted and veterans over there. And when you got Aaron Rodgers, you know, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a tough guy to play against. 
but with the, the conference overall being so wide open, like we've said, the Rams are not as good as what we thought. We know what Tampa Bay is going through um, offensively, just not not healthy and, and really just not playing good football offensively. And then they do what they did defensively against yeah. the Chiefs. I mean, Chiefs do that to a lot of teams, but I thought the Bucks might have the best defense in the uh, entire league. But to, to answer the, the question, do I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC right now? Yeah, I think you could give it to them. But when we get five, six more weeks into this season, I don't know if that's going to be the same answer. Yeah, I think, it I think we're easily, on the same page. I think we could. E- I think that can easily change to a Packers. It could easily, maybe even change to a Vikings. You know, you know the the, the NFC is wide open. You know, with even with the Saints being one and three, mm-hmm. you know, that's a it's a weird record for a team that has such a good defense. It's you know these these things could change in five to six weeks so easily. You know, heck, we could see the you know the the Eagles just drop a bunch of games. So. Uh, right now, I got Eagles as the best team in the NFC, but that is very likely going to change, in my opinion. I got you. Yeah, we're pretty much on the same page. Right now, I think they're the best team. And, look, I'm a Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. but I can't lie. Like, yep. they're good. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts is doing a lot better than I thought he would mm-hmm. be doing. Look, I don't think he's going to win MVP, personally. I think it's just – I just – it's too early on It's that. a tough race this year, too. Yeah, and it's just it's just too early on that mm-hmm. for me to say he's going to win MVP. Mm-hmm. But you pretty much hit all the spots, man. Like, the NFC is weak this year, mm-hmm. and then their running game is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, Miles Sanders is killing yep, it. Yep, I didn't, that's, that's I didn't another start him last guy, week. I didn't man. start him last week, man. man. Killed me. 30 points on the bench. The defense is look, man. Hassan Reddick is good. Good. That, that defense, was a good pick. That's man. the big two, one of the big surprises of this season too. Their defense being as good as it is. Everyone knew they were be good, but they're playing great this year. Oh yeah, but I really don't have much else to say besides what you said, man. Like a bunch of teams are in a slump. Tampa, the Rams. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Dak is hurt right now. Mm-hmm. I, I still think the Eagles. Well. I say they'll probably win the division right now, but you really never know. Yeah. So I'm like you right now. I'd give it to the Eagles, but in five, six weeks, it could easily be a different story. If the mm-hmm. Packers can, you know, get some more chemistry going on offense, yep. I could easily see them going on like an eight game win streak or something mm-hmm. and being the number one seed. But yeah, dude. You know, right now, I can't lie. The Eagles are looking really good. Yep, yeah. They're a fun team to watch and uh, a team that everyone will be keeping an eye on as this season progresses. A lot of people have them as their number one in their power rankings. So. Man, that A.J. Brown trade was perfect. Perfect. They they won that one all day of the week. They needed a guy like that to pair up with Devontae, and they are playing one and two perfectly over there. Hey, and shout out Quez Watkins. Hey, yeah, he gets he get some touches. Uh, old Southern Miss man. Old oh, Southern yeah. Miss guy, you know. And I love to see the burner getting some uh, getting some love out there in Philly. Uh, but let's uh, let's go to this 49ers game. We're going to kind of get back into the NFC West a little bit. Uh, 49ers versus Rams. I'm just going to go straight at you with it. Were you surprised how that one – played out and how bad the Rams looked. It's like a little bit, but the more I thought about it, I shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm just expecting the Rams to pick it up on offense, mm-hmm. but I really don't know why I'm expecting that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. weird because there's always, not always, but there's usually the team that wins the Super Bowl, mm. takes a little step back. Yep. It's Really hard to repeat in the NFL. Yeah. So I didn't expect them to win the Super Bowl or anything, but Allen Robinson hasn't done a thing since he's been there. 
The interior offensive line for the Rams has just been bad. Mm. Um, I don't know why. I, like I said, I don't know why I've been waiting on them to pick it up because they just don't have the skill players right mm-hmm. now. They don't have the run game. They don't have a number two on offense until Allen Robinson can be that guy. Stafford, as always, is turning the ball over a lot. That's just what you get with him. And then the 49ers really didn't play that great of a game, but they won. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, those are the types of wins they're going to get. Yep, yep. And they still got Debo. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, overall, I just – I really wasn't that surprised. Yeah, yeah. All I want to say about this one is shout-out to the 49ers defense. Yeah. Uh, saved my fantasy league. Uh, uh, shout-out to Nolan Lee. Beat him, uh, my brother, this uh, past week. That fantasy. pick six. Pick six. Sold it for me, 21 points by that defense. I was down 17, clutched out for me, so I'm still undefeated in the Power Perspective uh, podcast fantasy oh, yeah. league. So, your boy out here, your boy out here still still, still fighting hard. I love uh, My team is low-key kind of cooked. But about this game for me, uh, I was very surprised. But to the same exact point you said, why should I be? You know, yeah. the Rams, they haven't done anything this season. It's – the Another great, another great point you made there was, see, the football is especially the NFL. It is such a season to season basis. You know, yeah, you, it's the one of those ones. It's one sport that it's the last season really does not transfer over too much. It's like yeah, like everyone knows that they're talented. Tampa Bay after they won, everyone knows that they could still be there. The Chiefs, the same exact way. Everyone mm-hmm. knows the talent they had after they won their Super Bowl, and they could go back-to-back. But, you know, it just didn't feel like – I don't know what's wrong with the Rams. I think it's a personnel issue because I, I, we've all, we said on here that we love Sean McVay. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't think he's even close to being a problem and with, I, I with think them. It, I think it goes back to what you said earlier. They just don't have an identity, it, it feels yeah. like. It, it's like they used to just be able to rely on the run and let Matthew Stafford make a couple of big plays. But, hell, they can't even run the ball right now. Like, dude, if they're not throwing it to Cooper Cup, like, <laughs> yeah. they're not doing anything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And him being able to get 14 catches in that game and only score nine points, that just that's just proof. Sad. That's just proof that this Rams offense is not playing good. And, and the thing is, the Rams defense did pretty good in that game, you know? I mean, the mm-hmm. 49ers offense is – not the craziest offense, but, you know, uh, when they held that team pretty much, I think it was like 17 points offensively, and then the pick six makes it 24-9, to nine, I think was the final final score of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it surprised me, but just like you said, I don't know why I would even be surprised. The 49ers, we know how good that defense is. They proved for the past couple of seasons how dominant they can be and uh, to the point where they might have the best defense in the league. Uh, so far this season, and, and they'll probably have to keep relying on that to keep winning games over there in the uh, NFC West and in the NFC along with uh, the, the whole entire league, whoever they got to play. Who do they play this weekend, actually? Who, the 49ers? Yeah. They uh, the Panthers, play. that's a dub. Oh, yeah. That's a dub. Uh, so Now, I will say this real quick, last thing on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Allen Robinson can pick it up a little bit, the mm-hmm. run game can get even just a little bit better. <laughs> The Rams could still be a really good team. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. That's, the 49ers, I think, can get better, but, like, they're not going to be a high-flying offense no, just at never. all. They're never going to be Even if that. Jimmy's playing the best he can play, like, yeah. I don't think they're going to be. But the Rams do have the ability still to be really good. Yep. 
yep. that you know that's it on that for me. Yeah, and, and yeah, I think we kind of completely agree. And we'll see what the Rams can kind of just uh, do for the rest of the season, as they they got some tests. They got some tests. Who the Rams play? Oh, that was a dumb question. We'll we'll be getting to that <laughs> uh, later. Oh, yeah. uh, but let's move on uh, to another NFC team uh, that I've obviously been high on uh, now through uh, this far through the season. But they did not have a perfect game over the weekend as they nope. went to OT with the Patriots. So what what, what do you what do you think about this Packers team and how much should we even re- be looking into that game? Man, first of all, shout out Bailey Zappi. Hey, that dude's a dog, man. <laughs> but, man, honestly, like, thing that surprised me about that game, I'm going to get to the Packers, but the Patriots are not terrible. Man. Nah, exactly. They honestly have, like, a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. I think the quarterback play just needs to be better. Zappi played as good as you can want. <laughs> yeah. A, a what, fourth round, yeah, third yeah. round yeah, guy? some guy. Who's yeah. the third string? Yeah, from Western Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, as good as you – won't or as good as you can expect a guy to play, but mm-hmm. you know, even then, he's still like they needed a couple plays, you know. Mm-hmm. But to get to the Packers, I just think that offense is just it's just lacking right now. Yep, they're honestly not running the ball bad, but they just don't they don't have a lot of deep threats right now. It feels mm-hmm. like, and Alan Lazard, I think, is actually. I think he's a fine receiver. Like, I think, I think he'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Christian Watson has got to step up. Yeah, then we got to see something from him. Romeo Dobbs is actually pretty yeah, he's solid. He's a good player. I like him. He's undrafted, right? If I'm not mistaken. If 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 not, he's he was late. Let's. I'll look it up. I'm pretty sure he's Romeo Dobbs draft. No, he was a fourth round pick. Okay. Why did I say undrafted? Never mind. But anyway, Christian Watson's got to step it up. Um. The defense for the Packers really isn't bad. I think in a couple weeks they'll be the number one team in the NFC, though. So I don't think this is another thing. A team with Aaron Rodgers, I'm just never going to overreact to. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, is the most talented quarterback of all time. He's so good. Or the best passer of all time, let He's me so say good. that. He's so good. But yeah, they just, they just got to get some skill guys to step up. I think it's really that simple. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you on that too. It's uh, uh, the Packers. Um, we can say a lot about. Hang on, sorry, getting a phone call. You good? Uh, uh, we can say a lot about the uh, the um uh, the Patriots in that game. I I think that was just a perfect representation of what Bill uh Bill Belichick can do to a team. He he will have a team ready. They they he will not show up to a game not ready. Uh, it's it, it's it's. It's it's a testament to him. It's a testament to that offensive coordinator, whoever the hell it is. Yeah, uh, I think it's Matt know. Patricia or whatever. But uh, um, it's a testament for them to even be able to compete in these games. You know, uh, especially with Mac Mac Jones down. Isn't um, it Matt Patricia and Joe Judge? Yeah, yeah, Matt Patricia. What and Joe a duo! Judge. What a duo! Exactly, two former head coaches that didn't do anything. Uh, but on the Packers side of things. I think that the offense is a project that is building every single week. Yeah. Um, but like you said, we gotta have some guy. They gotta have some guys step up. They've gotta have a Christian Watson first round pick, uh, first round pick in the draft this season to step up. They need Romeo Dobbs to keep playing like he's been playing, not dropping passes because he had a bad drop. Uh, I think he had a bad. I think it was in that game. There was a. It may have been the game before, but you know those receivers are still making uh, dropping the passes. Um, but I. Love the running back duo with uh, with uh, 
Gay, uh, Dylan and um, um, Aaron Jones, th- those mm-hmm. two dudes are beasts. Probably the best running back duo in the league. Maybe Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are up They're there. They're top five. And Dallas sure. still have a, has a really really good one too. Um, they, they, they they that want that speed, that explosiveness to Dylan's just bowling ball uh, ability to just run through players, um, but. For the Packers, I think it's a project mm-hmm. offensively. I think they're going to keep getting better. I think Aaron Rodgers is getting a better connection every single time he steps on that field with those receivers. And I, I've i always said it. I love that. Um, uh, oh, goodness, I want to call him Matt Patricia. Uh, 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 the Packers head coach, Matt uh, LaFleur. Oh, Matt LaFleur. 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 Yeah. Oh, Stephen A. I like LaFleur, man. Man, that freaking, that freaking offense. I have loved I just think it is a, a system that can win you football games. And when you got a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers running that system, it's it's a it, it's a tough thing to stop even though it wasn't a perfect game, but I think the Packers overall can become the best team in the NFC, but they got to keep building every single week. They got to get, keep mm-hmm. getting more more comfortable with those receivers not having a true one even though I think Alan Zar can be a one. He can be an average number one. Yeah, it's like, but he ain't no crazy no. number one. I think they're going to rely on, on you know, the conjugation of the receivers rather than relying on one guy, which that's how Aaron Rodgers yeah. won games back in the day. I mean, he had a Jordy Nelson, but he never, he's had Devontae Adams. He never had a yeah. Devontae Adams before Devontae. But I mean, when you get Devontae Adams, I would throw it to him every, every single time. I mean, like, come on, you got to, you know. Uh, but I, I think that offense is just getting better every single week getting more comfortable every single week. And that's going to be uh, kind of the test or the the, the, the thing that we got to watch to see and to see if the Packers can actually get to where, where I think they can at least get to this season, being a, one of the best teams in the NFC and the NFL. But we got to get into the controversy over the week. There's always something that people complain yeah. about from a football game. And it was, it was a pretty big one. It was a one that people kind of, you know, were – you know, a little surprised about, and some people thought it was a good decision. Some people thought it was a bad decision. Uh, some people didn't mind the decision, but probably would have went the other way. So I'm going to send this one straight to you because I know we have uh, possible dif- differing opinions on this one. Uh, should the Ravens have kicked that field goal against the Bills? Man, I don't mind them not kicking it. I'm uh-huh. going to be honest okay. with you. Okay. See, at first I was like, kick it. But then I watched the post game, and John Harbaugh kind of gave his reasoning. Mm-hmm. And it made sense because you kick the field goal in that situation. It pretty much um, – you kick the field goal in that situation and then they get the ball with, what, like 3.30 left mm-hmm. and they get it from the 25-yard line because you're kicking it off and they got to drive – or they drive down the field and they're pretty much in four-down territory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if you score the tu- – or and you're – if you score the touchdown there, mm-hmm. they got to drive the whole field. You they know what I mean? Touchdown. And it's the pick is what hurt because you go from starting on the two mm-hmm. to the 20. Mm-hmm. So it was really the play call itself that I didn't like yeah. because I just feel like you're in the red zone with Lamar. You got to let him run. Yeah. You know, you don't drop back with five receivers. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in the red zone, you got to run some triple option, something like some that. Some creative, yep. But Overall, I really, like, I think if he could go back, I think he would do it again, just call a different play. Yeah. So, I didn't mind it. I just, I'm always going to be for coaches being aggressive. Mm-hmm. And I know the uh, 
defense wasn't playing great, but I personally would have trusted them too, if I'm being honest. Yeah. See, that's my point is the that. The thing is, just don't throw a pick, man. Yeah. Because yeah. then they're starting on the two. It was such a bad pick. He just threw it up, you know. And they're starting on the two, and then if they're in four down territory, then mm. you got the chance to stop then on fourth down yep. and get the ball back again. So it's just, I would have personally uh, went for it as well. I like that, even though I disagree strongly. I got you. I I I think he kicked the field goal. Um, but if you like you said, if you were to go for it, like if if it was you making the decisions, Red, you got to make a better play call there. Yeah, that's the thing. It was man. such a bad like when they snapped the ball and dropped back. I was like, this it's not going to work. I knew it wasn't going to work from when they snapped the ball. I knew it was not. It had no chance. I knew it had no chance because. Like you said, when you've got the most explosive football player on the mm-hmm. planet Earth with Lamar Jackson, when you've got one of the best tight ends, you got some of the best blocking tight ends in the in the league too, and the, the perfect system to always run the football, you run the football on the two-yard line. It's Sorry. Exactly. I mean, we've seen teams get stuffed, but like another point like you made, you're giving the ball at the one or two-yard line. Yeah, you, the thing was is he like literally – what happened was the worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if they don't get it and they start on the two, mm. the whole media flips, and it was oh yeah, that's a good decision because I think they would have got the ball back. Yeah. So literally, it's like that ball gets tipped, mm-hmm. and everybody's calling it a great decision. I think. Yeah. It, 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 but you can't argue because at the end of the day, it didn't get tipped. It didn't. It didn't. It was. It's a. Strange play call, but I think he kicked the field goal there. I think you got to have a little bit of trust in your defense. I know that defense has done nothing to prove to be trusted yeah. in, but it's the NFL, and I'm no coach, so this makes this is why I'm talking in front of the mic. But for me, you, you got to make you got to. I think you got to do the field goal, and, and well, and even if you don't do the field goal, I think you got to have a little bit of trust in your defense to a certain extent. Yeah. You know. I know it's Josh Allen. I know it's the Bills' offense, but they weren't like scoring crazy in that game. The Bills weren't going absolutely ballistic on that defense. Yeah, you know, they were starting to pick something up in that fourth quarter. But my only thing to to counter old John Harbaugh is that why not trust your defense just slightly, just a little bit, just have some some something to just be like, all right, y'all mm-hmm. go out there and 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 just handle y'all's business. We didn't do our job or you know, you, you never know. Maybe the field goal gets blocked, it gets returned. So it's like, it's, there's so many what ifs in that situation. Yeah. You know, what if they called a better call? What if they kicked the field goal? What if the field goal got blocked and it got returned? You know, it, 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 that's the beauty about football. But uh, for me, in the situation, I would have kicked the field goal. But you know, like Red said, he would have went for it. So now, if there was literally a minute less on the clock, I'm kicking it every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It was the just big in thing. that. There was a lot of time left. It's in that weird little. In the middle where it's like... <laughs> they have plenty of time to go down the field. It's not two-minute offense yet. Yeah, because, I mean, even if they don't score, you get a three and out, you're getting the ball back with two and a half minutes left. Yeah. So, I think that's what he was considering mm-hmm. is like, you know, we we put them on the two, they get two or three first downs and then punt it. We're still getting the ball back with plenty of time to <laughs> just... And then at that point, all you got to do is kick a field goal. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um... It just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. <laughs> Tough situation. A lot of people having a had an opinion on that that place. So we had to get ours out there to y'all. Uh, but I think that's going to do it for us with this uh, uh, NFL recap. Another great, great, great week of NFL around the league. That was 
the conclusion of week four as we push on to week five, and we'll be talking about our favorite uh, uh, favorite games of the week and giving our predictions in just a second. But let's get into this Southern Miss talk a little bit. We haven't done this on this show uh, ever, I don't think, uh, talk about some Southern Miss football because, yeah. let's be honest, they haven't been good enough to talk about. Yeah. But finally we got a team that, you know, I'm proud to be rooting for at Southern Miss. I got it. Well, they got some studs offensively, and they got a I'll really always good support defense. I always, always root for them, but it's been hard the past couple of years uh, with with all the losing teams as they've had. Um, and you know, I think Will Hall is a great coach over there. I think he's the guy. I think he, I'm a Will Hall believer. I'm a believer. I think he 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 knows how to win, and I think he knows how to coach. Um, uh, if y'all haven't checked out. Uh, go to the Fourth Street Sports Show. We had a great interview with Will Hall uh, on on that show for Southern Miss, our, our our Southern Miss radio show. It's also the podcast is out right now. Uh, another sports podcast, so y'all uh, to check out. But getting into it, uh, Southern Miss is a uh, underdog in this game. Uh, they, according to uh, ESPN's FBI, Troy has a sixty two percent chance uh, to beat us, along with the. Uh, uh, um, spread being uh, minus six and a half for Troy. Very similar spread that uh, the Tulane Green Wave had against us. Yeah. So that's what makes this game very interesting. Uh, I will go out and immediately say that this is Southerness's biggest test of the season, and it is the most impactful game of the season, as whoever wins this game could put themselves in a very, very, very good situation to win the Sun Belt West. Uh, very wide open right now. Uh, pretty much between uh, the Golden Eagles, Troy, and, and South Alabama right now, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. I think those are the three best teams in the West, even though the whole entire West is it's a pretty good uh, pretty good teams over there. You know, Louisiana, Lafayette being last place, which is a surprise. Everyone thought they could win the West. Uh, but we're going to get into this game with some mm-hmm. uh, some score predictions as well. Uh, so the miss, and, and I'll start this one off uh, for this t- discussion. So the miss versus Troy at Troy. Uh, tough game for the the, the Golden Eagles. Uh, we've seen this Troy defense play very good all season. Last week they uh, didn't shut out the Western Kentucky offense, but they shut down that running game. Oh yeah, holding them to only sixty four rushing yards. They passed for four hundred and six uh, uh, passing yards in that game. Uh, but the one thing about that stat is Southern Miss has not thrown the ball that well this season. I don't think that uh, Troy will have any problems uh, or that much of a problem with the passing game. Yeah. I don't see Wilkie going out there throwing 400 yards. So that's a that's a benefit for Troy. And if they're able to stop that Southern Miss run game, I think it could be a rough game for the Eagles. Uh, so that's my biggest thing in this game is this: the Eagles have to have a running game. They have got to get a running game going. they got to get Frank Gore going. they got to get the other two running backs going. Uh, they've got a good room besides Frank Gore. It's got to be more than Frank Gore. Uh, Tykees is out there in a really nice addition uh, to throw him yeah. in every now and to get some QB runs. Uh, but to kind of just get to the point on this USM Troy game, it's a tough game for me to pick. I think it's tough for everyone to pick um, uh, as Troy has done nothing to, you know, not be pre- uh, predicted to win this game. They've competed in every single game. They should have beat Appalachian State, even though they got beat on a Hail Mary last play of the game. Yeah, that's – It's like those are those wins. It's just like – uh just got away from you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and I, I I think Troy is a very very good team. Troy's in a it, it, they're they're not in a similar situation as us. Uh, I was gonna say that they have a new coach, but that's Arkansas State. Um, but looking back, I mean, the only two teams they've lost to is Ole Miss and Appalachian State on a last minute field goal, yeah. and they didn't even they didn't get trounced by Ole Miss. They only lost twenty eight to ten. So this game is very interesting uh, for 
everyone involved, students, fans, uh, players, coaches, I imagine. Uh, it, it really proves who can really who, – who's really one of those better teams in the Sun Belt this season. And for Southern Miss, if they could pull this off of their first season in, in the Sun Belt, that would be, be, be a huge win. So, to get to my score prediction, I got the upset. Okay. Got the Golden Eagles winning 21 like to 20. Maybe a game-winning uh, touchdown mm-hmm. from uh, old Frank Gore to seal it. Maybe a screen pass from Zach Wilkie. Uh, oh, to, yeah. to solidify the 21 to t- 21 to 20 victory over the Troy Trojans. I'm going to send this one to Red. What's he thinking? Man. Whew. USM has gotten better every week, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think the quarterback play is really what's bogged them down this year. Mm-hmm. Really just the lack of like offense consistency yep. altogether. Um I'm like we were talking beforehand like I think Tykes would be awesome in some of those packages, yeah. like yeah. implement some option packages God, and stuff, yes. some short uh, throws. He would be awesome. Uh, you pretty much hit it all with Troy. Their defense, honestly, is uh, a little underrated in mm-hmm. my opinion, mm-hmm. kind of middle of the pack. Yep. But uh thing with USM, man, and this is just why it's hard for me to pick them, even though, look, I love USM. I'm literally a student there. Yep. I love rooting for USM. I've always been a fan, but they just cannot score in the red zone, man. Mm-mm. And it goes back to not being able to run the football. Yep. When you're in the red zone and you can't run, mm. and for the whole year you've thrown less than 50% passing, mm. defense really doesn't have to prep for anything. Nope. So just I, I'm i confident that Wilkie, because Wilkie has looked good. Yes. He, for a true freshman, mm. he has looked very, very good. But I'm at the point where I just need to see it be, you know, I need to see the rhythm for a week. I need yeah. to see a full game of just consistency on offense. I do think the USM defense is a, a little underrated, really solid. I think overall, I'm score predictions really similar to yours. I think it's way more of a defensive battle than mm-hmm. an offensive game. I got Troy winning right now 24-17. Hey, I don't pre- want that to happen. It's a all. good score, though. It's a good score. The one thing I will say, Southern Miss has uh, – has, uh, uh, they have won every – or not won every game, but they've beat the, the, the spread every single time. So they've, they've, they've gotten the spread every single time. That, so um, it, it's a tough game to predict. So you got, you got Troy getting the spread on that one. So we'll see how that one plays yeah. out. 24-17. No, I, I, that's a, I think that's um, – what the play-by-play for Southern Miss was – that was his prediction for the game. It was 24-17. So, a lot of people are thinking it's going to be about a touchdown uh, touchdown game. And if Southern Miss wins, it's going to be on a field goal probably. So Yeah, if Southern Miss wins, that's that's huge. It's a, it's the biggest win of Will Hall's career. I mean, I, said, I literally said that last week about two lanes win. But it's that's where Will Hall's at. I mean, second-year coach. I mean, every single game here on out is his biggest game of his career at Southern Miss. Um, and then, and, and especially when you have a chance to, you know, to fight for a conference and the first time you've been mm-hmm. in it, you know, it's pretty big time. So, and the Sun Belt is no joke. They've got some good teams in the Sun Belt, good teams ahead of uh, Southern Miss, too. So, you don't want to focus too much on this Troy game, but, but it's the biggest one so far. And it's their first conference game. So, should be a good, good game out there in Troy, Alabama. Hope the Golden Eagles can uh, pull it off for uh, uh, to, uh, us two Southern Miss students over here. Uh, but let's get into this NFL preview for next week. I know that's y'all, but what y'all have been waiting for. Yeah. We got some good games uh, over the weekend. Some 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 good games. Obviously, we also pick our our favorite teams. 
uh, the Saints Seahawks game is, is probably not a very going to be a very <laughs> interesting game, but it's going to be a game that I got to predict because that's my team. I got, got some, you. Got some big games over the week. Some some fun fun teams to watch. I want to kind of let's see. All right. Here we go. All right, my bad, y'all. Let's get into it, y'all. We got. We're gonna start with the Saints, though. We're just gonna go ahead and just start with the Saints and uh, and get my my hopefully my misery out of the way real quick. Uh, but I, I, it's there is no reason for me to pick the Saints to win this game. Absolutely no reason for me to pick the Saints to win. Uh, I'm I I swear this is not bias. I swear this is not. I don't even know who our quarterback is this weekend, but I just think that the Saints as a team is sick of losing. Yeah, they have they they know they have got to win this game. This it's it's as close to a must win as you get. I think um, just to to you got to revamp the, the 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 fans. You got to revamp the culture in New Orleans. We're 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 grown accustomed to winning over the past couple of seasons. You know it's hard for us to not win. Uh, we, we're so we're very passionate fans, like every other fan base is. But you know. It's 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 a tough season so far, and I just think that this defense has to come out. I think they have to prove that they're still a top ten defense in the league. I don't think the they offense have the guys. That's what I'm saying. They have the guys, and this offense has players too. But the offense does not have to be the best offense in the league. It just needs to be about fifteenth. You know, mm-hmm. I can live with fifteenth in the league. Run the football, be a top five, top ten running team, and maybe the passing game is a little bit lower in the uh, closer to the twenties. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. We can just get Alvin running the ball, Mark running running the ball. Usually, Andy, well, Latavius, never mind. He yeah, already got, he got signed, but. Uh, um, but Andy or Jameis just make the pla- passes that need to be made. You know, it's it's like I said, it's it's a hard game for me to pick the Saints, but I'm gonna pick them and a weird score, twenty three to eighteen over the Seahawks. What you got, Red? I got you, man. First of all, I just want to say shout out Geno Smith. Yeah, man. Geno, man, that dude. Geno is balling. Mm-hmm. But man, look, I said it earlier. I would roll with Jameis. If he's not healthy, though, like if he's not 100%, I think you go with Andy Yeah. off of how he looked last week. I think that, like, the defense has the people. Mm-hmm. The defense, I think, matches up against Seahawks actually pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I hate to say it, Tyron Matthews looked a little washed. He has, man. He has not done any. He can't tackle, bro. No. He can't tackle. He just looked a little washed to me. Um Michael Thomas is out this week. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks, man, freaking Noah Fant hadn't been what I thought. Yeah, that that there, right? I thought that would work out better for but him. But that offense has looked solid so far. Mm-hmm. Like I really did not expect Geno and the Seahawks put up forty eight points last week. That's crazy. It's hard for any team to do. <laughs> it's like you said, man. He didn't write back. He didn't write back, man. He and just look, didn't. I think. If the Saints have a turnaround game, a step up game, this has got to be it. Mm-hmm. This is if you're the Saints, you got the star talent. This is if you want to prove that like some of these guys aren't actually washed. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a slow start. This is the game they got to break out. And I think for New Orleans to win, I think a team built like New Orleans, you have got to win the turnover battle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're going to be that team that grinds out the play clock. Short passes, you got to win the turnover battle, mm-hmm. and I think that's actually pretty realistic with the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. But man, as much as I'm saying that, I got to go with the Seahawks. Hey, I, don't, I've I can't been, hate. I've just been more impressed with what I've seen. The defense has been not good for the Seahawks, but 
little bit better than I thought. And you ain't got to worry about much with the Saints offense, so. Like, I thought the Seahawks would be a bottom two or three team this year. And mm, me too. They still, you know, maybe bottom ten, bottom five, but they've been a big surprise. I got them, if Jameis isn't 100%, well, with Jameis not being 100% and then Michael Thomas being out, I got Seahawks right now winning um, 27 to 21. It's a pretty good score. It's a pretty respectful score. I think that's it, – it's. I think no matter who's at quarterback, you can put up – I think if you can't put up 20 points against this defense, then you got to really start asking some yeah, questions some about hard Dennis questions. Allen. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's my thing. You, at some point, you got you got to start. I mean, he's a first-year coach. You'd never fire a first-year coach. But it's like, you got to win, man. you got to win some games. With a roster this good, there's, there's no excuses. But uh, and so that's a good score I can't hate. Uh, it's like I said. There's really no reason for the Saints to even be should be expecting to win this game. But you know, there's some people out here like me that have have faith, I guess. Uh, but let's move on to Reds' favorite team. We got a we got a really really juicy game between the Cowboys versus the Rams. What a game! What a what what an atmosphere! Uh, well, is that going to be at Rams? If it's not, well, SoFi has been better than than usual. It's in the Rams, but that. I'm not trying to be this guy. That's almost home field for Dallas. Yeah, bro. yeah they're, they're going to have just as many fans. That's what I'm saying. You know, they're, they're so big out there. Anywhere there's Dallas fans, but LA, there's probably a lot of fans out there. But uh, I'm going to send this one straight to you. What you got in this game? Man, right now, like we said earlier, the Cowboys' defenses look solid, man. Way better than I thought they'd look. They're not getting the same amount of takeaways, but I prefer having a defense that has a higher floor, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, where if you're not getting those takeaways, you still have a good base. Mm-hmm. And um, the Rams, their offense has just not looked good so far, man. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, they still got Aaron Donald. You know, they still have a bunch of guys that could break out at any moment. Mm-hmm. This could easily be a game Allen Robinson has four catches for 85 yards and a touchdown. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. Um the running game could step up a little bit, but Dallas's defensive line has been okay. Mm. It's rush hour, baby. It's rush hour. Look, Michael Gallup, he's got another week practicing with Cooper Rush, who he already looked mm-hmm. like they, you know, he didn't get a whole lot of targets last week, but he did catch a touchdown in his first game back. Dang. Another week in practice. Schultz will be healthier this week. Ooh, that's big. Oh, yeah. Another week of Jason Peters Dang. getting in some reps at guard. Yeah. You know, before he's forty years old, he had never played left guard. Hey, bro, you got to do it for the check, man. I respect a guy who's forty years old and says, "Yeah, I'll do it." Yeah, yeah. You know what I you mean? Know? Screw it for the team. Right now, I just think this Cowboys offense has been playing good, but also like, I'm a big Cooper Rush fan, man. But at this point, you got a lot of film on him. It's the coaches like Sean McVay that, that can exploit him. That can just or like a. A Bill Belichick, just a a good coach, you know how to make a guy like that uncomfortable. But as long as the offensive line holds up, I got Dallas winning this one. I think it's a close game. I think the Rams' offense looks definitely better than last week. It couldn't really look worse. Yeah, yeah, but that's true. I just I still think they have too much, too many lack, too big of a lack of weapons on yep. offense. And I think Dallas's skill players have actually stepped up. Mm-hmm. You know, like Noah Brown, yeah, guys like that. I got Dallas winning 23-18. 23-18. That we're really close on that. It's a one. weird score, I know, but Hey, that's what I had in the first one, my Saints one, so I got you. you know. You. Uh so it it's 
it, we're very close on this one as well, uh, score prediction wise. I, I don't have much more to say. I think it, you made all the valid points about the the Rams and what they've got to do to win this game and what Dallas has to do to win this game. I think this is another defensive battle. I didn't even talk about Michael Parsons. <laughs> it's like look, they got Aaron Donald, and I'm not saying he's on the same level, but. The same way you clearly have to prep for Aaron yep. Donald, you have to prep. You like got to prep for Micah Parsons. Yep. He's a I'm game breaker. I'm not comparing him. Aaron Donald is clearly the better player, but y'all get my point. He's a game breaker, man. He is. There's only a few defensive game breakers, and he is one of them. Uh, and I think he's going to have to have another big game uh, for the Dallas Cowboys to win this one. Uh, like you said, I don't think we can ever see the Rams play that bad again. Uh, usually, the Rams kind of bounce back after wins, but. Uh, I'm sold, man. I'm sold. I'm I'm sold on this Dallas team. I want to make that clear. Yeah. Like the the Cooper Rush, you know, hype. People can have that hype. I love Cooper Rush. I think he's what he's doing is great. But I think this team is a good team. I think overall they know what they're doing. Mike McCarthy's in his second season now or third season. Third, third season. He's he's got, he knows this team. He knows what this team needs to be to do. No, there's been a lot of things said about Mike, but I, I, I mean, this guy's been a Super Bowl head coach, you know, and he, he knows what it's like to win, and it feels like they're, they're they know what they have to do to beat teams like L.A., you know, and, and and with a quarterback like Cooper Rush. But like you said, it's gonna be tough when you play face a better coach like Sean McVay, much better than Ron Rivera like last week. It's a tough game, but I don't think I don't think L.A. does much better offensively. I think they have a couple big plays to to make the score. I think the closer. pass rush is just going to get a step. Yeah, I think they're going to. I think they're going to get a really good pass rush, and I don't think LA is going to be able to run the ball again uh, against that defensive line of y'all. So I got Dallas pulling this one off, twenty-one to seventeen. Uh, I like it. I think man. this might be Cooper Rush's best game. Awesome stat. Mm-hmm. He is the best quarterback this season while being blitzed or, hey, uh, or under pressure. My bad. I will take that. Yeah. Man. Hey. I will take that. Yeah, that's a wild stat, isn't and it? And look, last thing I'll say on this. We all, or we don't all know, but we can all guess Cooper Rush is going to get a pretty good, at least yeah. a very solid backup job. Yeah, he he's going to get paid he definitely get more. Money. Definitely more than I'm pretty sure the minimum, which is what he's making now. Yeah. Another guy who's going to get the bag. It was rumored that he turned down the Broncos' coaching job. Dan Quinn mm-hmm. is going to definitely be one of the highest like. Coaching candidates off the block. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to throw that out. Oh, yeah. What he's doing with that defense is special, and that's one of the reasons why this defense is so special. You're you gotta, Denver, man. You might be like, man, we missed. Should we have gone with Denver? Yeah, they like, may have missed. They may have missed on that one because what he's doing over there with Dallas, it's yeah. impressive. It's very impressive. I've always been a Dan Quinn fan, even even when he was with the Falcons when they made the Super Bowl those, that year. Uh, but I think that's I think that's good for the Cowboys. I think we'll, we'll, I'm very excited about that game. That's one of the most interesting games of the weekend. Let's move on to what could be the most boring game of the weekend, uh, as these teams are just you know, struggling to get their footing uh, this season. With the Colts now losing Jonathan Taylor for Thursday night football against the Broncos, I'll start this one off. Russ, ah uh, man, I don't want to say he's washed, man, but. It ain't Seahawks Russ no more, man. Nah, it ain't Seahawks Russ anymore, man. And I don't want to act in that terrible, terrible subway commercial that makes me cringe in my sleep. It's so bad. Uh, if but, you if you put you got somebody who's never watched football like at all, mm-hmm. don't know any of the storylines, you know, and they watched the Seahawks and um, Broncos game, and you mm-hmm. were like, yeah, one team gave up 
shitload of draft picks for this one guy. Mm-hmm. You would think that the Seahawks gave all that up for Geno. Mm-hmm. And that's just – I did not expect that at all nope. this soon. Nope, me neither. Me neither. Yeah. Now, I I knew that this Denver thing would take some time, like with every new quarterback and new head coach. It takes time, but, man, I mean, it's, it's more than just time. This team doesn't even know what they want to do, it feels like. Uh, with that all being said, I am not high on Indy, Indy especially without Jonathan Taylor. Uh, that team is going to be just struggling, I think, in this game uh, to just to, to, to fight back. I think that Broncos may have their best game of the season. It's not a pretty win, but I think I think they prove that they are still a pretty good team. They're definitely going to be they prove that they're better than Indy. So I got Denver winning this one, twenty four to fourteen. Okay. And um, the Broncos also, Javante Williams is out the whole season. Mm-hmm. That's a big loss mm-hmm. for them. Um, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, I got the Broncos winning. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor being out is just – that's a nail-biter right mm-hmm. there. Like, Matt Ryan didn't – you don't want Matt Ryan throwing the ball 40 times a game. Mm-hmm. You just don't. Nope. That's not – at this point in his career, that's not what he's built to do. I don't think that's – I think he came to Indianapolis thinking – we're going to run the ball. He was basically supposed to be the Carson Wentz role, just better yep. at it. Yep. And now they're asking him to produce a lot more than he was thinking. Mm-hmm. I love Michael Pittman, like I've said on here a million yeah. times, but they just don't have a whole lot of weapons. I wouldn't be surprised if they scored. I'm going to give them more than this, but I wouldn't be surprised if they scored 10 points this game. No, yeah. And then the Broncos, I think they do look a little bit better. I still don't think they look great. I think it sucks that right when your offense is getting a little bit better, you lose Javante Williams, who is a, tough. a great young running back. Such a good running back. But I do think uh, Melvin Gordon is – I don't think he's great, but I think he's, he's a, a little bit better back. than yep. people give him credit. I don't think he's washed or anything. Mm-hmm. But this might be the worst game of the week. Yeah. <laughs> I got the I got the uh, Broncos winning 20-13. 20-13, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, pretty similar again. It's Unless there's like – this will – I won't watch this game. Let me just say that. Like, in, <laughs> No, hell no. I ain't watching this one either. No. I can, if I can – it, Is it in prime time? Okay, it's yeah, – okay, Thursday. Yeah. yeah, that's Thursday night. So, it's tomorrow. Yeah, okay. I will watch it if it's Thursday. If this was Fine. like a noon game – Yeah, I guess game, I'll watch it, yeah. If this was a noon game, no. Now I'm, now I'm going to watch it with even closer eyes because I got I got, I got to see I got to see about these both of these teams. This it, is one of them games, man. If it's like 9 to 3 at halftime, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't even, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. It might be one of those kind of just boring games to watch. Uh, but we had to get that one out of the way. Another game that could be interesting or could be bad, uh depending which, which version of the Chargers we get. We get the Chargers versus Browns. Interesting game. I think this one is yeah, out in Cleveland. Uh Browns have done some things that make people interested in the team, especially when Deshaun Watson may come back in the middle of the season. Uh, but Jacoby Brissett's doing his job. You know, he's, oh, he's yeah. proven that he could be a really good bridge quarterback in this league. Uh, but to get to the point on this one, I'll start it off. Uh, the Chargers, uh, I'm not jumping off of, of the, the, the hype that they've got. You know, they've had some rough weeks uh, overall the past couple. Um, you know, they haven't looked like – crazy, crazy offense they could have. And they're kind of going back to their old ways with not finishing games. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm ex- I, I, this is a, this is one of those games where you, you can just use it as a, like, just a game to get you back on track. 
Um, there's, in my opinion, I don't think LA should lose this game. I don't think it, they should have any reason to lose this game. But the NFL is the NFL. Any team can win on any given Their Thursday, team Sunday, doctor Monday. Will find a way to <laughs> hurt somebody. Yeah, Justin, Justin, come on, come on, come on, come here. We got to give you a shot yes, real quick. Come on, come on, come on. You know, a uh, painkiller real quick. <laughs> Next but, thing uh, you know, he's like in a coma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Justin, uh, Justin Herbert will not return to the game. He has a coma. Real <laughs> quick, man. This is just a little tangent, like. How does that guy have a job? That's what I, yeah, exactly. He, he, him is there and Tua, a shortage of doctors in the NFL? Like, yeah, this Tua, this Tua doctor, this, the, the, the doctor for LA. But at least he got fired, the yeah, Tua guy. Yeah, he did get fired. This dude literally punctured somebody's lung. Like, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, Tyrod Taylor has like a case against this guy. Yeah, he's suing him. Why is he employed? <laughs> anyway, we can get back to the point. I just, I literally can't comprehend that. It's a good point. It's a very good point. And honestly, maybe that tangent will get the guy fired because he deserves to be fired. Oh, bro, they're going to be, they're going to stay in the game. They're going to be scared to go in the tent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Justin Herbert's like fingers. Been like, no, I'm good. I'm good, bro. I'm, I'm good. good. I'm good. Just shake it off, bro. Sitting get, there rub tearing it in the up. Like, <laughs> rub it in the good. dirt. Rub it in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, to get to my score prediction on this one, I think it will be a fun game uh, for L.A. to get back on track. I think they win 32 to thir- uh, thirty-two to 20. I don't think this uh, that 12 points is, is – I don't think the game will be that close. I think maybe Cleveland gets a late score to make it look like it's closer. So, 32 to 20 over uh, L.A. over the Cleveland Browns. What you got in this one, Red? I got you. I got – so, I'm going to just give my prediction first. I got the Chargers winning 28-21. Okay. I'm right there with you. You can't really ask Jacoby Brissett to play. Mm-hmm. You knew what you were getting with Jacoby. And this is like the best he can play, I think. Yeah. Um, the Chargers, you got a guy like Justin Herbert. Mm. That's He's a guy that you could give you could give the team the edge every week just because yeah. they got him. Brandon Staley, man, I'm just – I'm so mixed on him. Mm. Honestly, I'm starting to just not like him. It's a very understandable I just, thing. I don't really get it, but – the Chargers' offense is really good so far, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Keenan Allen should be back this game. Yes, he, he is back. Okay. He is back. Okay, with him being back, then, yeah, I got Chargers winning 28-21. The Browns, I think, have some weapons. Mm-hmm. Pains me how good Amari Cooper's looking. He's looking good over there, man. Nick Chubb is Nick Chubb, Kareem yep. Hunt. Yep. Um, The Browns are doing what they were, you know, what they were built to do, run mm-hmm. the ball. Yep. Run the ball. Jacoby Brissett is more in that Baker role, just a little bit better at it. Yeah, he's honestly better, let's be honest. But the Chargers just have so much firepower. I think you can – the Browns' defense, their secondary particular has been a little disappointing. Mm-hmm. I think you can throw the ball deep on them, and you got Mike Williams. Mm. Uh, and then Keenan Allen, you know, in the slot running all those underneath routes. So, I think Justin Herbert has a big day, three touchdown passes. Mm. 300 yards, oh, yeah. you know. I got Chargers, like I've said, 28-21. I'm going to need that for my fantasy league. So. I think it's – I'm like you. Uh, I don't think it's quite as close as 28-21, but mm-hmm. I do think Cleveland hangs in it till late. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Cle- Cleveland's a good team. I don't want to discredit them at all. Uh, they got an overall good team. And I, I, I think Kevin Stefanski's still a good coach over there, so – uh, that'll be an interesting game to watch for the Chargers and for the Browns in that whole entire uh, AFC conference. But let's move on to my favorite game, in my opinion, the, my favorite game over the weekend, an interdivisional game between the Bengals versus the Ravens right now. Lamar could be considered the MVP favorite. 
what he has done this season is absolutely bonkers. I'll start this one off. I'm going to start with my score prediction on this one. 31 to 28 Baltimore gets the job done. I'm going to see. I need to, I wonder, what, is this what, one in What there? was that prediction again? 31 to 28. I got you. 31 to 28. It's, it's in Baltimore for Sunday night football. That's a big advantage. Baltimore is a tough place to play in at prime time. Uh, I think Lamar has another Lamar game. I think he's gonna. I think he's on a mission this season. You know, he came in and betted on himself this year uh, to get that money, and I think he's gonna go out there and 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 hand up the Bills. I mean, the the the, the Bengals a, a, a loss. I don't think it's a like a heavy L. I think the Bengals look good. I think Joe mm-hmm. Burrow looks better. I think, like we said, I think the offense will look better. But I, I am sold on this Raven offense. That's wild for me to say, honestly, because there's been a lot of question marks over the last couple of years. But I, I, I'm sold. I think I'm sold. I've I've loved the Ravens. I've always been a Lamar guy. Uh, but it's it's fine. It's fun to see them actually, you know, getting some respect around the league. Uh, Lamar getting his respect. You know, just being such the most dominant or not dominant, most explosive player possibly in the league. It's 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 a fun season if you're a Baltimore fan. You know, with all those injuries from last year uh, that really derailed their season. I think Baltimore gets the, the win in Baltimore over the Cincinnati Bengals 31-28. to What you got on this one, Red? Man, so the Ravens, man, I'm right there with you. Lamar mm-hmm. is a freaking stud. Mm. And, but then again, the Bengals have gotten better every week. It they feels have. Like. like we said earlier, their sacks just keep going down and down. They look great against Miami last week. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and um, the offensive line is getting better. They're going more under center, which is what you want to see. The Ravens are really good under center. I just want to say that. Mm. But um, the Ravens really, they don't have a good secondary. Mm-mm, they don't. And I think with, with the Bengals' offensive line getting a little bit better, I'm going to – I'm picking the Ravens to win, but I think this is going to be a shootout, honestly. Okay, okay. I think this is going to be a shootout. Right now, I got Ravens winning – 38-35, oh, all right? Oh. Justin Tucker is the best kicker in football. Mm-hmm. I think I think having Justin Tucker, you should get like an extra point on a prediction. Each yeah, week. yeah. <laughs> but the Bengals' um, offensive line is going to step it up because the Ravens really don't have a good pass rush. Mm-hmm. Their secondary really isn't great either. I think Joe Burrow is going to cook. But I think Lamar is also going to cook and – I just think Lamar is that guy right now, man. Yep. And I think with the Ravens losing how they did last week, I just mm-hmm. think they're angry. You know, I think it's going to be – this is the game of the week in my opinion. Yeah, me too. But, yeah, I got I got Ravens winning 38-35, last-minute field goal. Justin Tucker hits like a 61-yarder <laughs> with one Clutch second it. on the clock. Clutch it. It feels like the Ravens never – don't have a close game. Yeah, it's always it's always a, a tough battle, man. Yeah, always I, I think the receivers have actually they've looked a little worse recently, but the receivers have looked better than I thought. Yeah, me too. I'm surprised. Duvernay, man. Duvernay and Bateman. There, there's some good players. There's some good players over there. No, uh, yeah. yeah, I think I think it's definitely the game of the week, and I will definitely watch it on that one on Sunday night football. But we also have the last game of the week, our Monday night football game. Uh, between my sadly no longer beloved Raiders because I will never pick the Raiders to win anything ever again in my life. But they are facing the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are cooking with grease uh, this season, uh, looking like the Chiefs of, well, new. 
because uh, all their new additions over there, offensive line, defense, and uh, receivers. But uh, I'll start this one off. Uh, kind of feeling this one as a shootout too, personally. Um, I think the Chiefs, I don't like the Raiders' defense so far this season. I don't think they've kind of proved nothing to me, at least, um, that they should be, you know, you know, highly – highly ranked uh, in, in the defensive categories over this season. So um, I'm just going to go right out with it. I think the Chiefs – and the, I think it's a good game for about three quarters, a shootout for three quarters. And I, but I think mm-hmm. the Chiefs defense shores up in that fourth quarter and uh, holds them to m- m- maybe nothing. So I, I got Chiefs winning this one 38-24 uh, out there in Kansas City. So what you got on this one, Red? Man, yeah – our score predictions. Man. Hey, we must have read each other's sheets or something. You Jeez. had 38-24. Mm-hmm. I got 35-21. Hey, yeah. Literally that three-point difference. Mm-hmm. But the Chiefs always kill the Raiders, man. Yes. Like, have you noticed that? It, they, they, always, always, they have their number. They always kill them. Freaking uh, Devontae Adams hasn't. He's looked good, but, like, He's that whole dominating. offense has just been. I'm just not a Josh McDaniels guy. And I, I should have listened. the offense is so one-dimensional. It just feels like they don't use – it's like he has one way of doing things. Mm-hmm. He don't know how to adapt, it feels like. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think Josh Jacobs is underrated, personally. Yeah, he killed me last I week. I think you can use him in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. So, I just don't understand why they're not using him. George Karloftis is going to give them hell. Mm-hmm. He's uh, coming into the scene big time, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a great pick for them. Mm-hmm. They're missing Trent McDuffie. He got placed yep. on injured reserve. I actually really like him, but mm. – Still, this secondary is not bad, man. Justin Reed at corner or at, uh, free safety, um, isn't that his name? Yeah, it's Justin Reed. Yeah, yeah the dude Justin from Reed. the Texans. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got him. You got Patty Mahomes, best quarterback in football. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a game. I think this is another like Patty Mahomes five touch, maybe not five, at least three, four touchdowns. You know, <laughs> yeah, dude is just making plays. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins MVP this year. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid is that guy. Hey. I just – it's hard for me to not pick the team with a better quarterback and a better coach mm-hmm. and better – just a better defense. Like, the Chiefs are just better, I feel like, at almost every aspect. Yep, me too. So, I think Derek Carr might play a decent game. I just think – I just think the Chiefs are too explosive. Yep. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. It's just – I got 35-21. I don't think it's going to be even – even though that's not close, I don't think it's going to be – Yeah, I think close. it's a dominating performance uh, deep offensively. I don't know if the Chiefs' defense shows up for me personally. I don't think – I don't know if they'll show up early. But, like I said, I think that fourth quarter they, you know, buckled down and just kind of dominated. The thing dominate. is, though, man, is the Raiders always feel like they give a turnover early or something. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like this could be a game the Chiefs, you know – Seven nothing, and then jump on them real quick. Yeah, seven nothing. Derek Carr gets hit from behind, fumbles. Mm-hmm. Chiefs are up fourteen to nothing with, you know, eight minutes into the game. Yeah, and then it's just basically over. It's over. They're they're moralized. I wouldn't be surprised by that either. Uh, the Raiders definitely have a knack of just taking bad L's. Like to we the said, Chiefs. man, just that the dumpster fire, man. That, it's that's just like yeah. What when does it start? What part of the season will there be a dumpster fire? Like you said la- last uh, last year on the podcast, uh, it's starting early. It feels like they just cannot figure out a way to win, but they did last week. So this is uh. But let me ask you this: mm. If the Raiders lose this game, does Josh McDaniels enter the first coach fired table? He's a first year, so it's hard for me to say yes. 
I think he will definitely get on that hot seat. I think that seat will just keep getting warmer as the season progresses. Yeah. I think it's hard to fire a coach season one, especially with a guy like Josh McDaniels. It's got a pretty good track record when it comes to winning yeah. you know, with New England. But I wouldn't be surprised if it gets, you know, gets it gets booted, though. You know, he's he's got to prove something over there. He, 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 him and Dennis Allen, those two surprised me. I thought they would be coaching better at, to this point in this season, but – Guess why? Guess I was wrong. I guess that's why I'm sitting here in, in front of this mic. Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it, yeah, I, I, it, it's it's definitely an interesting situation with Josh McDaniels in the Vegas uh, Las Vegas Raiders. So we'll see. Uh, maybe they win and prove everyone wrong. That's the beauty of the NFL. We never mm-hmm. know what's going to happen next. Oh yeah. Uh, but I think that'll do it for us for our NFL preview this week, my man. It was a good episode. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. Got some good games over the weekend. Uh, we hope y'all tune in too, and uh, uh, hopefully our predictions were pretty close and right. But we'll wrap this one up real quick. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Pound Perspective. Like I said earlier in the episode, you can uh, follow us on social media on their Nate Dog Sports Instagram and Twitter. That is at Nate Dog Sports, uh, two G's uh, for the Instagram uh, in the dog, and then at ND double underscore sports. Sir. For Twitter, so y'all go follow those. We're gonna have some stuff dropping on there with Reds report soon and Nate's underdogs. Got some awesome stay ideas. Tuned. Hey, stay tuned. Stay tuned. YouTube's on the way too, y'all. So just stay on the lookout for that. We'll make sure y'all are informed on the social medias when those drop. So uh, we hope y'all enjoyed this episode of the Pound Perspective presented by Nate Doug Sports. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Pound Perspective. If you're interested in joining Nate Dogg for an episode or need more information on Nate Dogg and his brand, contact him at natedogsports.com. And don't forget to share with friends and family. Thanks again for listening to The Pound Perspective, a breath of fresh sports.